Snow graciously agreed to be our guest today to tell a little bit about his story about being a trans person. Um, Avery, maybe I'll just let you say what you're going to say about your story. I did give Avery some prompts, and he and I had a conversation earlier in the week. Um, but uh, the, would it be helpful for you to say some of the questions that, sure, that I would yeah. Okay. Uh, so, do you want, I should yeah, at least that I think would be interesting to folks are when did you first discover or realize that you were trans uh -huh. um, and how did how did your friends and family and community respond to that yeah and um, here you know what there you go cool <laughs> 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 and I'm gonna just um, cool hi uh, I'm Avery uh, I'm friends with Brian um, and so he called and I said sure man I could be your, your trans celebrity. <laughs> um, it's, it's a hard job. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, so I guess if we're going through, like, you've got all your little, your, your ginger, ginger bread. Ginger bread. Ginger bread, yeah, that one. Um, yeah, yeah, so uh, like she was saying, yes, I'm a, I'm a trans man. Um, I, so basically I was assigned female at birth. The doctor was wrong. Um, <laughs> But he had a PhD and I was a squalling infant, so that's <laughs> him. Um, but yeah, basically, like as a kid, I always knew, like I, I had an older sister and a younger brother, and me and my brother were always peas in a pod. Like he's two years younger than me, and they just everyone called us the twins because we were just always together. And like, you know, growing up, um, you know, I, I'm 31 years old, um, and even even though like relatively, like I feel pretty young, I feel like uh, like so much has happened since I've been a teenager that like the kids these days are just like amazing <laughs> and they're awesome and like, um, but like growing up, I didn't actually know. I knew that there was, uh, there were transgender women because all I knew was on TLC they'd have sex change operation, bonanza, you know, or whatever, but like that's really the only exposure to the trans community I had was this medical, oogly, you know, sideshow. I didn't even realize that there were trans men. That, that was an option. Um, and so it just never, never occurred to me. Um, you know, I knew growing up, like, you know, I was a tomboy, but I didn't like that word. I liked women, but I didn't like being called a lesbian. And it's just like something didn't quite sit right mm -hmm. until, um, I, uh, in college, I was the president of the LGBTA, and basically what we did back in 2008 is what you guys are doing now. Um, we were having a big panel, like we need to we need to be like more aware of our trans community, what their needs are, um, how we can support them, and so basically we had you know just kind of a big overview, and then we had a panel of folks, and I just sent out a kind of an all call to everyone on campus. Um, and I got great response from, um, from, from our trans women uh, community there. Like I had like six gals ready to rock and roll. Um, but we, I was just like, oh, I guess we don't have any trans guys. And like, but by this point, I knew that they existed. I just learned that why. Um, and so, yeah, so I sent out an, an APB to the other area colleges. And then I was like, I'll give you 100 bucks if you go out here. <laughs> um, you can stay at my house.
house, we'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings, it'll be cool. <laughs> um, and so this guy, Danny, he got back to me, um, and he went to the rival school, uh, but I let him come anyways. Um, and yeah, I was just waiting for him in the Wendy's parking lot, and um, he pulls up right beside me, and we just kind of looked at each other, and I was just like, well, shit, that's what I am. Whatever is happening over there, um, that's that's that makes so much sense. And it just made everything just kind of fall in line just by meeting the person. So, um, so that's like when I knew, uh, and I was like probably 21 at this point. Um, but you know, like I was a little kid. Uh, I remember the the first time I got to like really, I loved Halloween. Always got to be whatever I wanted, um, which, you know, most years was a farmer or Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, but when I was five years old, my mom made me uh, enter the uh, Little Miss Martinsville contest, a uh, little beauty pageant for five year olds. Um, I did not win. <laughs> um, even then, I looked like a man in dress. Um, but uh, basically, the first time I got to really express myself, um, and God bless Dolly Parton, this is always in my heart, because uh, the theme was 9-5, and we had to do kind of a career day thing, and you know, Jessica Flanagan wants to be a teacher, and Kathy Brockway, she wants to be like a seamstress for some reason, and I, growing up in the shadow of the Martinsville Speedway, wanted to be Kyle Petty, the race car driver. <laughs> and so my mom made me a whole little jumpsuit, mellow yellow, across the front. No, no NASCAR fans here, I guess. <laughs> 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 what are we talking about? Um, but I got to dance to Dolly Parton's 95 with pink mustache at a the little, little Miss Martinsville contest. Um, but yeah, I guess so. Uh, as far as like coming to, coming out to everyone, um, you know, I wasn't, I was like kind of in a nebulous question zone. And like to tell you, tell you all the truth, like all of this stuff, all of this spectrum is fluid, it's moving. Hell, you might be here today and be like, oh, I really want that teal nail polish. And you're just gonna go for it. It's gonna be great. Um, and so like it's always fluid. Um, and so like you know, for a while I was just like, I only like girls. That's it. Um, but then, um, well, testosterone does what testosterone does, um, and everything just looks great. Um, and so, um, and so, like my sexuality, like once my gender, you know, once I started to uh, kind of commit to the gender I identify as, um, you know, part of that was like, oh, shucks. Um, maybe the only reason I was pursuing relationships with women is because I didn't want to be necessarily treated as a woman in my relationship with a man. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a dude hooking up with a dude. Mm -hmm. So, um, and so after, you know, I started doing, uh, you know, my transition, my social transition, my physical transition, they're both different. They're both hard. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they're, they're not cheap as far as social capital or regular capital either. Um, and so, uh, yeah, yeah, so like, as I've realized, oh cool, I get to be a guy, like, hang out with my buddy Chad and go to see Seattle, and it's fun. <laughs> um, but I'm not staying on topic, am I? Well, the topic's me, so. <laughs> pretty great at this. Um, but yeah, so like, Growing up, my parents were very conservative. I grew up in Southern Virginia, right on the North Carolina line. Daddy's a prison warden. He was a deacon at our Southern Baptist Church. Mama was in the choir. Um, yeah, that face. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> so, 
it's, you know, I'm, I'm out to them, and, you know, I, I guess I came out to them as, as queer, I guess they, they found, like, love letters uh, while I was away in my freshman year of college, um, and so they found out I was queer before I was quite ready to fill them all the way in, um, and then a couple of years later, I had to just come out as trans, um, just because I was just like, look, I can't stand to hear that name anymore, I can't. I'm not your pretty angel, you know, I am your rugged little lumberjack um, <laughs> with half a beard. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like my parents, um, my siblings are very supportive. Um, my, they're, they are supportive, they are also hicks. Um, so they're, um, they do the best they can, you know, and they, uh, my brother is just like the sweetest little saint. Um, you know, I, I uh, came out to him and he just always, always tried to use the right pronouns, always tried to use the right name, calls me brother when we're like together. Um, and you know, we, it was funny, we were just playing a game when I first came out and every time he'd uh, he used the right pronoun or whatever, I'd flip him the Swedish fish. And he'd start like barking at me. <laughs> um, we're just, there's not much to do at home. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah, so my brother and my sister, they're pretty supportive. My parents, they like love me, you know. Um, they're still working on it. My mom still slips up, it's like seven years later, and it's just like, well, I'm not really home for you to practice, but also I'm not there, so like, you have to practice without me. So that's that's like the kind of thing about pronouns, is, you know, someone's, someone may say, you know, like, these are the pronouns I like, and that's kind of like a, uh, kind of like an extension of trust that says, you know, when we're talking face to face, you're never going to refer to me in the third person. Um, you know, unless you're talking about me in front of someone else. It's it's really just an extension of I trust you with this information. And do you need to go? Ah, oh, my friend Francis. She uses she pronouns. You could just say my friend Francis. She did this, and you just yeah. work it in there. Um, you know, so because like I've. I mean, I've I've caught I've caught some some women on on a bad day, um, you know, and I was like really enthusiastic, and I was just like, hey, I'm Avery, I use he him pronouns, and like she just looked at me like, yeah, uh huh, I use she pronouns, obviously, like, and I was just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, so I've caught some people, but you know, it's just like an extension of trust, uh, you know. It's just kind of like a, a, a way to say I trust you, especially if like a trans person corrects you too. Mm -hmm. It's their way of saying, I need you to do this for us to continue to have a relationship together because yeah. I can't be here if you're going to do this because this is just exposing me to bad vibes. Um, so, you know, if you do ever flub up, so yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because like people will flub up and they'll, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Gloria Steinem, come touch me on the head. Um, don't do that. It's annoying. Um, like, honestly, because it like puts a lot of pressure on the trans person to take care of you. I'm just like, oh, yeah, we went with him. Oh, wait, sorry, her. And just, correct? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, what do you see as being like a gift of being trans? Um, well, it's kind of nice because I, I have freedom to express myself a little bit more. Um, you know, I'm keenly aware that, like, a lot of masculinity is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. 
say that as a masculine person. And like also like, you know, I don't understand girl shit. So <laughs> I'm a person in church, I don't feel good about it. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I've because I've made like this journey from here to there, you know, I've driven across town, I know what restaurants I like, you know? Yeah. Like I've, I like my Bojangles and my Pizza Hut. Uh, I don't need Olive Garden. I need Olive Garden. <laughs> but I don't need to go there twice a week. Yeah. Um, and what do you see? <laughs> 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 it's a shame that yeah. back in the 50s and 60s, when Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. were singing that wonderful song they didn't actually believe it. I gotta be me. <laughs> you know, that's where we are now. Yeah, I'm just doing Well, it. but they, I mean, that what a marvelous learning opportunity, but they didn't really listen to the song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know, it's, it's a fight. What else don't you want us to do? <laughs> <laughs> that's really helpful. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, Well, what are the cha- what are some of the challenges or obstacles that you face? Like that might help us know, yeah. like, oh, well, yeah. we'll yeah. try not to do that. Um, oh, for the gentleman in the room, um, to be a, a solid ally to your trans dude friends, limit your time on your phone in the bathroom because some of us have to pee sitting down. So if you're on there playing on your phone, I bang on door, door, doors now. I'm like, get off Candy Crush. I can't use the damn urinal. Um, so that's one thing. So no more Candy Crush. This is like, this is like what I'll, I'm going to hang my trans flag on that pole. Or 
I have to kind of become an expert because I need to make sure that that doctor is thinking in the right headspace. Um, Do you find that the medical community has learned, like, has there been progress in terms of how how the medical community uh, I mean, yeah. in response to transphobia? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I've also had some like pretty terrible um, experiences um, at the yeah with the doctor and stuff like that. Um, yeah, don't. I was I was a guinea pig in the OBGYN facility, and that's not that's not that's not the way. Um, it's, it was also very confusing why this man is screaming in the back of the uh, OBGYN uh, facility. But it's okay. It's okay. I'm here. I made it. Um, what else? Well, what other? We can open it up. I will say, so we're not going to get to the pronouns part. Take your sheet home. Practice at home. Google things. Um, and then we can use the remaining four minutes that we have left for any other questions that you have for Avery or for me based on what we've what the conversations already been are for each other. I have a question. Uh, when you this is the first time I've met you. Hello. <laughs> um, when you introduce yourself to someone or just say I am so and so, what do you want to say to them to help them hone in right away to who you are? I just kind of introduce myself and go along. Um, you know, I know I have a pretty uh, nebulous name. Um, that was like book by design when I first started transitioning because I was a very, very slender man, um, to say the least. But yeah, no, I really, I don't need you to know that I'm trans. You know, like I don't, I don't need you to know that. But like, you know, if we shake hands and. Um, you know, it's easy to slip things into conversation to give kind of context clues, like on my part, um, if I do need to have you. But yeah, I like, like when I introduce someone, uh, or introduce myself to someone, like, I don't know how long we're gonna be hanging out. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't need to, you know, necessarily, you know, I'm not gonna introduce you to like my childhood traumas as well, you know? <laughs> so um, yeah, so like, yeah, I, if I just introduce myself and say this is my name, Kindness and good, good stuff. Like that's that's really all all it comes back to. Because I mean, at the end of the day, we're all the same. We all. Yeah. Isaac has a question. Yeah. Uh, it's not like you're saying Avery was your chosen name. I wonder if you could just talk about problems with people asking about or trying to use dead names. Boom. Dead names. Cool. That's the word. You know. You know. Stuff. So dead name is the name that I was given at birth. General rule of thumb, you don't need to know it. Like, you might be curious. Sometimes I get curious about, like, about, like, ooh, I wonder. Um, but that's just natural curiosity. It's not something you need to know. And um, yeah, so like, it's best to just kind of let that curiosity go the same way that, like, you let any other curiosities go throughout the day whenever you just kind of make a you see, you just make a like snap thing, and you're just like, oh, that's a thought, and that's gone. Yeah. But yeah, so like, because it's one of those things where like, <clears throat> once you find it, like you kind of feel dirty and guilty. So like, it's best to just avoid it. <laughs> I'm gonna tack on to that in terms of say like something else not to do, Rita, uh, and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know about a trans person's genitals either. Right. Like you may be curious. 
but you don't ask anyone else about what's going on in their pants, so you don't need to ask a trans person those questions either. that is private information. and avery was generous in alluding yeah to his his experience with the doctor and the bathroom, but this is not information that we need to know. mmhm yeah yeah i'm not going to ask if anyone here is circumcised or not. i'm not going to ask when your last period was. i'm not going to ask about your night sweats. don't don't ask about that. and usually like if people do start to ask me about that i i get right i get it right back to them. i'm just i'm just like oh yeah do you how how's your upkeep down there. you know like you know just 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 kind of make them uncomfortable. but that's because it's fun. and because you're not a sideshow. exactly yeah exactly. so i just try to do that to kind of point out how ridiculous it is. and so yeah. so i noticed that hannah had a question. i think that's going to be our last question. sure. so um we have a lot of people. i don't know if this is of interest to you and if it's not that's fine. but we have a lot of people in our congregation who like to do things like call up their representatives or write letters or things like that like in the legislative and like citizen area. and is there anything that comes to mind for you of ways that we can support the trans community better like in our state and city um nationally et cetera et cetera. is pramila y'all's folk up here? yeah. okay. most of them. pramila jayapal. yeah. 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 and then i guess there's shrike. she's a mother. yeah. she's super progressive. she's awesome. she comes to trans pride. i love her. But it is still important to, um, you know, to contact representatives. That's how they, they keep track of everything. So, like right now, the big thing um, is uh, they're coming for. Well, they've already done the trans military ban, which, um, you know, I'm, I'm in a room full of pacifists. So I have complicated feelings about that too. I'm like, cool. Like, oh no. <laughs> um, but it is a way to like erode rights yes, right. of trans yeah. people because yes. if if like you can't point you know it's it's a little bit more convenient to be like well this guy and this woman you know they fought for your rights yeah. you know it's a lot easier to have that again oh no um but like yeah yes yeah, well, so, all of our taxes still pay for that yeah exactly yeah. um and so another thing that's happening right now is um they're kind of coming after title nine um, to try and try and explicitly exclude trans people from that. Um, I feel like there's something else I'm supposed to be scared of right now. <laughs> it's trans existence. What, do, do you know what I'm thinking of? Or, no? Okay. All right. Yeah. So they're just keep your ears to the ground. Um, you know, generally, if it seems innocuous, it's not because. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. What's that? I remember what, is what you're probably thinking of. Uh, religious exemptions for um, healthcare providers. There we go. Yeah, that one's huge. That one's huge because I mean there are there are like uh, you know there's there's like stories of trans people that like have gone in for something completely different. Um, you know like there was one uh, there was one guy uh, he had some sort of cancer and no one in his state would operate on him because he was trans and it had nothing to do with you know anything in that area um and so that that is really important so that's that's the big scary one i was blocking out <laughs> well i think you should give avery a round of applause <laughs>
and uh, I am going to do a follow-up in the e-communicator this week of some resources that you can look at. I'm reading a book right now that I didn't even realize was going to have a trans story in it, and I would commend it to all of you, so I will do that this week. And lunch and learn is happening in here right after this. So if you're staying, please stay. And if you're not, can we encourage fellowship to yeah. move that direction? Yeah.